Tonight we're talking about something that is a very big phenomena, which is what we're focusing on this entire month, uh, the issue of parasocial relationships, right? Now, last week we spoke a lot about how, what parasocial relationships are and what are the some of the, the very negative things that one can do when they have a parasocial relationship with an influencer. So for those of you who were not at that uh, uh, or not joining us last week, you can always go on to our website and find the podcast. Just simply search for I Am Live uh, or go on to the Radio Pulpit website at www.radiopulpit.co.za or go on to the I Am Live website, which is www.iamyouth.co.za. And then you can catch up on this conversation. But we're going to give a brief update or just a brief uh, description of what exactly is a parasocial relationship uh, so that we can all be on the same page with the discussion that we're having tonight. So a parasocial relationship is a relationship that an individual has with usually a famous person where that famous person has no idea that you exist A couple of years ago, Eminem wrote uh, the song called Stan, which became incredibly famous to such an extent that um, it actually invented a new word. And that word is Stan, S-T-A-N. And what a Stan is, is, it's a fan who loves you so much that they alter their entire life around you. Um, so it's it's to a certain extent they worship you. Uh, they want to date the same women you date. Uh, they even change the color of their hair to match yours. They speak like you. They like the same things you do. And they go to an extent of wanting to know your personal life. And they feel like they want, they, they already have a personal relationship with you simply because they've listened to your music, watched your movies, etc. So a parasocial relationship works just the same way, except it doesn't have to be that intense. So you can have a parasocial relationship with a celebrity without you being necessarily obsessed, which I must say I, I am guilty or we are guilty of having not touched on that. The fact that just because someone has uh, is engaged in a parasocial relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're being obsessive or that you are, um, you know, being unnecessary with the extent to which you express your love for a particular artist. Many people actually, um, and I'm sure someone listening to this is one of those people, had a parasocial relationship with the late Michael Jackson, um, you know, where you loved him so much, you defended him in conversations when people said he wasn't even a great dancer or that he wasn't even a good singer, then you had a parasocial parasocial relationship with him. You wanted to know uh, many people have a parasocial relationship with modern artists like your Kanye Wests, your Beyonce's. You would defend them at whatever cost. And it's not just about defending someone, right? It's also about the fact that you, you, you love them so much as an artist. You feel some kind of emotional attachment and connection with them. Um, and you want to do everything they do. You want to um, read every book they've read. Um, and you want to go to every place that they recommend Um, and that's the danger of having a parasocial relationship right the fact that you give them so much power over you that when they point a particular direction without fail you look at what they're pointing at and that's the the, what how, how easily they can wield you 
And that's actually how influencers work, right? They they base their business around the, that concept and of uh, parasocial relationships. You have a parasocial relationship with me so that a company can come and see the power that I have over you, my audience. So usually there'll be like um, hundreds of and thousands of people that follow me on my social media and millions of people that watch my videos on uh, YouTube or whatever the platform may be and and that's how i make my money by attracting you through introducing you to me and the things i do in my personal life and updating you on on my interests and also showing you some of my skills the things that i'm good at and through that relationship i'm able to leverage that relationship that i have with you um, to a company but the thing that you should always understand is the fact that an influencer has hundreds and thousands of people that come into their DMs, whereas you are only one individual, right? And you should never make the mistake of believing that you have an intimate relationship with that person just because they responded to a tweet, just because they responded to a comment of yours. Now, our focus for tonight, right, we're still on the subject and theme of parasocial relationships, but our subject for tonight specifically is going to be influencers are not your friends, right? Influencers are mostly motivated by money and not your well-being. That's a very important thing for you to understand. That is not necessarily a bad thing, but if you are not aware of that, you might let yourself fall into things unexpectedly because you come with the knowledge that this influencer is a good person and they'd never lead, lead me astray. Unfortunately, which is what we're going to be discussing in great depth to that tonight, unfortunately, many people have been led, led astray by influencers that they've given their trust to. And those influencers have led them to buying products and investing in, in, in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, which has caused them to lose even their life savings. And that's the terrible thing of giving a single individual your full trust because you give them that. Uh, I, I want to say you give them the, the burden of your trust and you basically say wield this much faith that I have in you, which is a dangerous thing. And no one but God should have that much of your faith uh, in them because human beings are flawed. Um, human beings are greedy. Human beings go through seasons. You know, there's sometimes you, you find that an influencer what they're dealing with in their personal life is actually something so desperate and so dire that they actually find themselves having to run a scam to get themselves out of that situation, like a family member being ill and them being left with hospital bills. That is a real thing that actually happens. So those are the things that you should consider um, when you think about the person that you love. I'll tell you now, I have a, a, a parasocial relationship with uh, a YouTuber. Um, he is a tech reviewer. His name is uh, Marquez Brownlee and his YouTube channel is called MKBHD. And I know a few things about his personal life, but he always makes it a point not to divulge too many things about himself. Like, for example, I know that he's, I even know his height, right? He's six foot two right um and he is a um ultimate frisbee player 
Um, I know that he loves, he's a tech fanatic. He loves technology. Um, and Apple and is one of his favorite products. Uh, but he's also not a, an Apple geek, right? I could tell you a few things about him, but I, I don't know anything beyond what he's made available in the public. I don't know who he dates. I don't know where. Well, I know I, I've heard him say he eats at a couple of restaurants, but I've even forgotten, right? I don't go to the restaurants he goes to. As a matter of fact, I can't even afford the products that he uses and the product most of the products that he recommends um, so I can't uh, replicate his life uh, which I'm fine with but the point being I have a parasocial relationship with him because he doesn't even know I exist he's all the way in America um, and I'm here in South Southern Africa you know at the very tip of Africa um, so that's a very good thing for you to acknowledge that you have a parasocial relationship and I, I, I can bet you that most of you actually have parasocial relationships with people who are in the field of sports. You wouldn't admit it, <laughs> but you absolutely do. Whether it's a rugby player, a soccer player, a swimmer, um, or especially in, in, in like entertainment, right? Uh, someone who is an actress or a singer, you have a parasocial relationship with them and you've never actually sat down and asked yourself, like, I have a parasocial relationship with this person. To what extent uh, have I given them my trust, right? Um, and how much of my money am I willing to spend on them, their music, their, their brand? You know, a lot of artists these days even have, I mean, think about this, right? The power of having a parasocial relationship with your audience is that it's to an extent that when you release a perfume or a beverage, you know, w w whether it's a drink or whatever it may be, and it has your name, those people will buy it because they love you so much and they buy it because you're on it, right? There's a reason why Rihanna's perfumes sell so well um, and, and Beyonce's products and Jay-Z's products and whoever the celebrity may be. But we have to calm ourselves down and ask ourselves, what, how much power have I given to this person and to what extent have I extended my trust towards them? Um, and what is the thing that they would say that I would scrutinize? Uh, because we defend people that we, 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 we admire, right? Even when they're wrong. And that's the problem. And that's the, the point I want to drive home to you today, right? The fact that your favorite influencers and your favorite artists, they're not your friends. Um, they are not your friends. You may feel like you have befriended them and that you have a lot in common with them, but you actually don't. Um, and even if you do, because in some instances you do, right? I have something in common with the with the the, the influencer or the YouTuber I spoke of earlier, Marquez Brownlee. Uh, we love tech, right? I mean, he can. It's just the difference is that he can afford it and I can't. <laughs> so, but we at least have that in common. And I didn't even know what Ultimate Frisbee was until I actually found out that he plays it. And now it's a sport that I have an interest in. It's just not that available here in. South Africa. Um, I know that there are a few people who play the sport. So it, it, it is a very important thing for you to ask yourself, like, even though you have something in common with the influ your, the influ your favorite influencer, that does not mean that you know them, you know, you know their heart, you know their struggles, you know their, who their family members are and what they're going through in their personal life. You don't know that. It's very important for you to understand that they are not infallible. 
they are prone to making mistakes. They're prone to being desperate and therefore running scams. Uh, we're going to, uh, for a little bit, just hear what you have to say about this, Charles, and then we're going to come back um, and continue the conversation. Uh, because I, I, I say that because I, I really want to get into talking about just how many scams these uh, influencers can run um, if you're not careful. But we're, we're, we're just going to touch a bit on that and then end the discussion. I am very excited for our theme, for well, the topic for the discussion for this evening. And that is the fact that influencers on social media are not your friends. It is something that I've seen uh, happening in the last couple of years, probably in youth ministry, with the rise of Instagram and with the rise of TikTok, obviously. And it's something that I've uh, I've wanting to address for a while, and I tried my personal uh, personal life and personal ministry to address it, but it just seems that people are not at or heeding to my warnings. The influences that we currently see on social media are there because they have some or other sort of influence, and they want to have the influence and a while ago probably about 20 years ago a study was done by psychologists in the united states it might have been printed in the psychology today uh, journal as well as the american scientist or scientific american journal stating that there are certain personality types as well as certain um i almost want to say thinking methods within psych ways of thinking within persons that desire to be celebrities now if you're an influencer in our modern day life that is actually what used to be known as a celebrity in actual fact you're just not acting you are trying your utmost best to be yourself uh, but you are rated celebrity status we see people that were influencers now having celebrity status they were doing interviews on 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 red carpets and the likes so let's have a look then with why i'm trying or i'm mentioning the study this specific study then related then why are people like britney spears having and and, and um, people freaking out and posting nude things when the moment their celebrity status come crashing down it's because they crave the attention of the general public or of the public actually they want the attention of a lot of people now that specific mindset that these people have is what lends them to become celebrities because they do whatever is needed to become famous or do what is ever needed to become well known in the world or on whatever platform they find themselves meaning that the moment and i say this with the utmost respect and don't think that i'm saying that all celebrities are mentally unstable that is not what i'm trying to say but what it what it actually came down to is that to a certain amount of celebrities they can become mentally unstable because their mental maturity is different or functions on a different level than what most people as the nominal mentally healthy person would see and react right so why am I mentioning that? I'm mentioning that and I'm stating this to tell you that, that people that are famous, people that are influencers, that are celebrities, cannot, can be your friends if you know them offhand, if you know them um, not only on TikTok. But they, can, but they probably aren't the best mentors to have in life because they do not know you 
personally. And the other thing is, they are not driven by the fact to spread a positive message. They don't start this to do a positive message. So they start started becoming influencers because they needed the money or they wanted the money or they wanted to be well known. Just like the cases with you and I, when we have a look at our own personal lives, they want to be known and they want to be acknowledged. They are the most important persons in their life. You are not the most important person in their life, right? So that the the friendship, like we said last week, is very, very, very one-sided. Right? They are mainly dominated by likes and they are by follows. Because that is what generates their income. And then if they come to a certain de degree of uh, famousness, whatever you want to call it, they start earning a certain income and they need to continue earning that income if they want to live the lifestyle that they currently have. Meaning that they will do whatever is necessary. That's why they long sooner than later start posting titles with clickbait. They start doing funny stuff that they didn't usually do because they still need to trend trend on social media trending on social media is much the same as being addicted to some or other drug they need to get that high surround yourself with people that you can physically touch and feel and hear and see close to you not only digitally which sometimes happens now with the pandemic that we are and everything but people that you can surround yourself with people that can go to you with to godly revolution which is happening next week Right. Those are the type of people that you want in your life. Those are the people that can see you in all circumstances and love you through all circumstances. And then they will be a positive influence in your life. Not just merely an influence on Instagram or TikTok. Sure. Yeah, no, this is quite a heavy subject. Uh, definitely not uh, one to take for granted. And because there are many, many influencers that actually do on a, on a daily basis play a lot of scams on people. Um, and I remember there was one influencer that I followed and I found what he shared very interesting. Also because he was a programmer, he still obviously is, uh, who claimed to have worked for Facebook and got fired and was sharing the reasons as to why he did. And then eventually he came out of the blue saying that he created a cryptocurrency um, and encouraging all of his followers to purchase uh, and invest in this cryptocurrency and promised them riches. Like, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. Um, and that's when I started being very suspicious and not, and I still watched his content uh, because I, I, out of the sentiment that in the past I learned a lot from him, uh, but I eventually uh, watched a different YouTuber who basically broke down how the whole thing he's doing is actually a scam. Um, and that was a big one. I was like, no, I mean, it also made me question that everything, all the content that I watched from him before, was it even true? You know, um, because now it makes me wonder well, whether all the stories he shared, was it not to build or garner sentiment uh, from me and many other, um, you know, um, uneducated uh, listeners? You know, and, and, and that re really makes you feel dumb to a certain extent. I mean, because if someone shares this, and it's it's definitely not because you're dumb, uh, because if someone sincerely shares a story with you, you listen to it and you appreciate it. Uh, but if, if that story then turns out to have been bait to actually get you to purchase something else or to buy into something that'll make this person wealthy, that's when you start 
questioning your intelligence even, right? Um, and this is why we really need to be careful because time and time again, influencers do this and they unfortunately even do it to children, young teenagers who don't know better. Um, so let's please be careful. Let's please exercise caution and make sure that we do not get duped and never, ever, ever use your savings to invest in something on the internet, regardless of how much of a sure thing someone says it is. Never use money you can't afford to lose. Um, that is not financial advice, uh, but it's definitely wisdom. There is wisdom in that.